What's up, everybody? Welcome to the week 15 edition of The Cut. Sean, Christian, and Randy here for all of your mediocre fantasy football advice. We're into the semifinals of the fantasy playoffs, except for the Armchair Football League, where Christian and I are matching up for the championship. Boys, how are we doing? Doing great. Uh, <laughs> trying to win another matchup this week, and I have a final that has to be done tonight, so I'm going to do that exactly the time we get off this, so it's going to be great. That's good stuff. Um, uh, I'm feeling pretty well. We have our, our championship matchup and uh, pretty terrified for that one because I've got about five wide receivers that I can justify starting. Um, I've got now Greg Olson because Greg Olson practiced today. Spoiler alert if you were going to tell us that later, Sean. Um, and Austin Hooper, don't know who to play there. So I just really hope I set – the best possible lineup and if i lose i lose and i'm gonna lose so yeah bet your ass you're gonna lose <laughs> <laughs> i mean yes the but i went into last week with a seven percent chance to win and i won so yeah but that was that was because of joey's team not or underperforming it wasn't because your team just went nuts uh, yes that's what i'm saying your team could underperform dude oh, anyone's we'll team see. could that's true. Yes, Randy, that is the nature of fantasy football. Thank you very much for <laughs> I that. I know. You're dude. acting like it's a one-time occurrence. Are you starting Lev Bell tonight, dude? Or tomorrow night? No, probably not. I'll probably go Mixon and uh, um, probably Sanders. Mixon against the Patriots. Sounds good yeah, to me. Because I'd rather, I mean, I'd rather take the 12 to 14 guaranteed points from Mixon because of how many touches he's going to get versus the coming off the flu, playing. He was bowling. bowling. He's fine. Bowling on Saturday <laughs> night, going against the Ravens on a short week, Le'Veon Bell. I All right. I, I also have Devin Singletary. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll figure it out. But as always, uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, shoot us an email at officialcutpod at gmail.com. Like, follow, share uh, at the Cut FFL, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And what we're going to do is we are going to go through our Week 15 preview. We'll look at the Thursday night game, the Sunday games, and the Monday night game. Uh, we're going to bring in Brandon Sweet for his picks of the week. He's going to go over a few games that he's leaning towards. And then we'll give you our starts and six starts and sits leading into Week 15. Like we said, it's, the, it's for the most part, the semifinals. So obviously, we don't want to go wrong, even though I'm sure we'll not get all these right. Uh, especially me, because I'm not a big fan of mine, but it's it's who I'm rolling with. So we'll go ahead and we'll get started here. Um, let's start Thursday Night Football, the Jets at the Ravens. The Ravens are a 14.5-point favorite at home, 45-point over-under. And I don't know if that line's going to be enough. <laughs> I... I, I don't think it will be. I think the Ravens are just going to stomp the Jets. It's going to be, it's going to be tough, tough to watch. I mean, who are we? Who are you guys comfortable playing in this? I mean, even Lamar's banged up technically. So yeah, you're not. You're if you. No, are, I, I'm playing Lamar. Yeah. Don't get me wrong here. <laughs> so, but the thing is, is Mark Andrews is the same way. Me yeah. and Seth today at work had a nice 35 minute conversation over what to do at the tight end position. I've got. In Dynasty, Ian Thomas and Mike Gesicki is my two contingency plans. And I think I'm just playing Mark Andrews. He he practiced in a limited fashion yesterday. I think he was back to practice today. He's still questionable, though, and it seems more like a game-time decision. And that sucks. Like, well, But you know what? It's a Thursday game. That's so much better for you. to, to If he's a game-time decision on a Thursday, that's so much better. Right, but... Then I'm committing to Mike Gesicki on Thursday because Olsen's back at practice. So really, I'm I'm choosing between Mike Gesicki and, and injured Mark Andrews. It sucks. But other than that, Mark Ingram, I'm playing him against Sean. I hope he has 18 touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I mean seeing that that would break the record by about <laughs> 14, that would oh. be pretty impressive. Anytime, anytime yeah. we're sarcastic, he takes this literal. <laughs> the other way, we just go with it. <laughs> I no. mean, are, are you starting? Uh, how about Hollywood Brown? Not no, a chance. Not a chance. That, yeah, we've, the, the only reason I won it is because you can't take that risk. Like, he could easily have zero points. What Christian, about, Christian said on Monday that 
he okay with dropping Robbie Anderson? I was gonna say, what about Anderson Crowder? Nope. nope. Can't play no, either. No, I mean, no. trust me, I understand. I'm just saying. I personally would start Lev Bell. So and I'm not just saying that to try to convince Sean too. I I, I mean Lev Bell's at least an RB two. I yeah. think. So. Well, that that means we're not playing Darnold for sure. Then if we're not playing any of his targets. But yeah, no, I thought that was a given. No, darn, I, th- well, no, thank you, Drew Darn. Yeah, I'm actually playing Drew Locke over him this week in Dynasty yeah. for that reason. Pick that yeah. way up too. <laughs> uh, do you guys think that the Ravens cover? Yeah, yeah. pretty just easily. Have, just haven't looked great the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I could see a scenario where. It's closer, but the Ravens still win. Maybe they win by like 10 because you never really know what's going to happen in these Thursday night games. But, I mean, the smart money would still be on the Ravens. Yep. All right. So let's take a look at the 1 o'clock games here. We'll move on to Sunday. We have Bears-Packers, Patriots-Bengals, Seahawks-Panthers, Dolphins-Giants, Eagles-Redskins, Broncos-Chiefs, Buccaneers-Lions. So let's start with... The Seahawks and the Panthers. The Panthers are a five and a half point home underdog, over under of 48 and a half points. And if you have Chris Carson, just for the love of God, play him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Could, he could end up the RB1, not just an RB1. He could be the RB1 just because he gets to play the Panthers. Yeah. And Penny's out. He doesn't really have that, that threat of losing the workload. So I love him this week. No. Have you guys completely soured on Tyler Lockett? Uh yeah, I'm gonna talk about that later too. <laughs> He's definitely a sin. I can't you just can't trust him. That's what it is. Yeah, it'd be it'd be tough to be in a semifinal, start Tyler Lockett and watch him score less than ten points. Yeah. I mean in that extent, are you still okay with Metcalf or are you just sitting both of them? I think I'm still okay with Metcalf because he's not going to take the hard coverage in this one. And he's kind of matchup proof just because of his size, technically, but he still could fumble and end up costing you that way. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd still play DK for he's, sure. I've never seen a guy that looks like he could squeeze the ball into deflation lose the ball so many times. Dude, he should be on the Patriots a few years ago. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> deflation. Yeah, and 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 um, Russell Wilson has not been good fantasy wise the past really since that breakout performance week nine against Tampa Bay. Um, he has yet to go over two hundred fifty passing yards in the last four weeks, and he hasn't thrown more than two touchdowns in a game. Um, and that's in that's in the last four. Only he only had two hundred forty five no touchdowns against the Rams. Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to want to. It's hard to sit a guy like Wilson, but I, I don't know if I want to take that chance. If you, I mean, obviously there's there's a good chance you might not have a much better option. But like a guy like Tannehill, I would probably be okay starting Tannehill over Wilson in this one. Yeah, I think I probably would be too. But I think Wilson's still a QB one this week. There's a lot of bad matchups this week that I'm not really mm-hmm. trusting as much. So Roll yeah. I, and the Panthers aren't great against quarterbacks, so... No. I, I, I mean, let's see. They are 18th or 10th, my bad. But that's also because they can't stop the run for anything. Yeah. I mean, only only two out of the last five weeks have they given a top 12 performance, and that was to Drew Brees and Matt Ryan. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and Ryan Ryan struggled in his other game and, and um Aaron, Aaron Rodgers on um at home he finishes quarterback twenty three so I don't know I I get it but like I said I if if you have a better option kind of like a Tannehill I I'd be okay with that uh, for the Panthers the only thing I want to talk about is uh, still okay with DJ Moore yeah I think you have to be. Yeah, and I have to play Curtis Samuel in Dynasty this week, so I'm hoping he gets a touchdown. Yeah, because yeah, that—I mean—that's the only way that he's going to be relevant. Um, he's not getting the targets. It's—he's it, kind of a—he's a touchdown or bust kind of play. Uh, see, what do we think? 
Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, they yeah. Cover. They're bouncing back after loss to the Rams. Yeah, I'll go Seahawks also. All right, let's move on here. Uh, let's take a look at the Eagles on the road at the Redskins. Uh, Redskins are a six-point home underdog over under a 40 and a half. Uh, Christian has put in our notes. A, uh, it's a trap game because Christian is Admiral Akbar. Um, it's literally all he says is trap games now. <laughs> the Redskins have held opposing quarterbacks under 15 points in two of the last three weeks. So, and uh, I mean, Carson Wentz has nobody at all to throw to. So that doesn't make me very happy. Do we know if Aguilar is going to be back this week? I think he's going to be a game time decision. Does it matter? No. Yeah. <laughs> Can't catch anyways. <laughs> and plus, I mean, Lane John, there's no, no one knows if Lane Johnson's going to be back either. And I'd, I'd say sucks, you won't. Man. I'd say you won't because I think they can win without him. But I mean, the Redskins have shown of late heart. So if the Eagles just come into this thing, it's a walkover. It's definitely a trap. Man, that, yeah. that Alshon injury sucks. Wentz is scheduled this week and next week just look awesome for, I mean, for the semifinals and the championship. But you can't, like, I don't know how you can trust him with throwing to Greg Ward and J.J. Ortega Whiteside. And who's also know, questionable? Matt Collins? <laughs> no, Matt Collins I mean, is on the Dolphins now. They're, they're, sure. playing, they're playing three tight ends, like, Hey, Jordan Perkins got catches yeah. on Monday night. R- rev up Goddard and Ertz for sure. Yeah. Maybe uh, Boston and, Scott. Oh, yeah. Well, Sanders for sure. Yeah, but I I might not hate flexing Boston Scott in this one. Yeah. It's it's still gonna primarily be be Sanders, but I I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if Boston Scott's going to get the pass catching that he had on Monday night that made him relevant. But um I, I'm definitely starting Sanders as an RB two. Uh, on the Redskins side, I mean, if nope. McLaurin's not going to do it this game against a bad Eagle secondary, when's he going to do it? McLaurin had a decent flex day last week. He yeah, did because of an absolutely bonkers catch. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, great receivers. <laughs> yeah, he's a great receiver. I think if Haskins can get it right, but I, I mean, Haskins finally threw a touchdown. So step one done. What's step two for Haskins? Is he going to get better or is he going to regress? And I think he's going to regress, and I really don't want to play McLaurin this week. Yeah. Well, you were close. I, Go ahead, Randy. Oh, I was going to say, I'm not a big fan of playing Peterson, even though the increased workload, just because of this Eagles rush defense, they're allowing – it's around 60 points – or 60 yards a game to running backs combined. points would be nuts. Yeah. Well, that's that's actually the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they're they're not giving up. Like their rush defense is equivalent to the Patriots' pass defense, so I'm not really trusting that. Even though he's only he's probably going to get 20 carries. If he doesn't get a touchdown, I don't think he's even relevant. Yeah, that's fair, Christian. I know you were close to making Adrian Peterson your start of the week. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> I, I I'd be cool with starting him in a flex capacity. I think he actually cracked my top 24, but that's just because of volume and the fact that I do think that the Redskins can keep up in this game. If they can keep up, that means that he's going to be on the field running. He's going to touch the ball 25 times at least. Um, What do we think? I'm I'm going to lean that the Eagles are going to win, but I think the Redskins (laughs) cover plus six. Yeah, Eagles by a field goal. Yeah, something. Yeah, I I would – Roll with that as well. They barely beat Eli, man. <laughs> these one o'clock games, man. These are yeah. These awful. are not great. I, no, <laughs> I think my favorite game is Bucks Lions. Yeah, we'll talk about that no, next, and then we'll just move the hell on. <laughs> I mean, Seahawks Panthers is probably my favorite, but like, well, yeah, we Texans, already Titans, talked about that, Randy. Texans Titans could be good. Broncos Texans. Chiefs could be fun. It could be, or it could, or be. it could be that the. Chiefs just put up a bazillion points. Hey, I'm fine with that because guess who's gonna be throwing the ball a ton? Drew Locke. Yes. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> All right. So let's look at the Buccaneers Lions. The Lions are a four point home underdog over under of 47 and a half. Uh Winston is going to play this week. Bruce Arians said that he doesn't expect any ill effects from the hand injury, which means no Mike Evans. So Chris Godwin is going to get a bajillion targets. Yes, yeah. and I, he he's gonna be he's gonna score fifty fantasy points this week. 
<laughs> so who who do we think is going to be the other guy? Because they Jameis needs two people to throw it to at least. Oh, Jay Howard. I was going to say, is Howard going to get above his four catches, like ceiling this year? Is it going to be Perryman? Is it going to be uh, what is it? Watson. Watson. Thank you. If it was going to be a receiver, I'd lean Perryman, but I think that the primary beneficiary of that is going to be OJ Howard. I I know uh, someone tweeted at us. I think Rachel, who always tweets at us. Thank you, Rachel, if you're listening. Um, she asked if Cameron Brait was a good option at tight end. I responded no because I especially this late in the year, you don't want to put your faith in Cameron Brait. That's kind of how I feel about OJ. Yeah. Like I, I picked him up for a fat second and then I dropped him again because I just don't want to lose because of OJ Howard this late in the season when I know what is likely coming. I mean, could you guys see a increase in twelve personnel from the Bucks trying with two tight ends out there trying to run the ball more? Yes. Have, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like it it may be a decent play, but at most he's only gonna get four catches. And what's <laughs> What's even worse is Jameis's hand injury. So I kind of think that Ronald Jones is a really good play this week, but I'm not going to re- recommend you starting him anywhere because it could be Barber. Yeah, get get out of here with it, that. Crap. Well, but I mean, I, I I think he's going to have a good day. You just can't afford. You can't to pick. Him. You can't pick. Yeah. You're not going to be able. One of them. One of them is going to do well. You just don't know which one. See, but this is a type of matchup that I think both of them could do well. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that we could say probably like 16-plus points from Tampa running backs this week. I don't see a scenario where both running backs are fancy relevant and James Winston and Chris Godwin, to Christian's point. I I just don't see that happening. Probably not. I I think Jameis would take the biggest hit there because I think – He's just going to be turning around and handing the ball off. Yeah, but when has Bruce Arians ever done that? When has Bruce Arians ever relied on the run? Fair, but when has he had a quarterback with a broken thumb that he has Winston to had five touchdowns last week. I know, true. but, it's very but true. I mean, you're still going to – that was with adrenaline pumping. Like, the injury happened during the game. You don't think he's yeah. going to have adrenaline pumping when he goes out there on Sunday? No, dude. I know. Are you kidding I, me? They're gonna I, give him a gentleman. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I I just don't. I don't see it. I, I'm. I will. I don't I, see it at all. I'm just saying. There's a situation. They get up a score and start trying to grind the clock with 12 personnel. I again, maybe, but I just. Plus the Lions. I still think the Lions are gonna put up points the other way because that Buccaneers defense is terrible. Yeah. Shout out Kenny Galladay. Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm going to. Take the Lions to cover. I'm going to take the Bucks and the, the points. Bucks and points. All right. So of the other uh, one o'clock games, Patriots, Bengals, Bengals nine and a half point underdog. Patriots. Patriots yeah. are going to try and do something. Well, I mean, to stifle all this talk. Uh, yeah, I mean they they're going to know what the Bengals are going to do before the Bengals do it because they've seen it. <laughs> Cheaters. Uh Dolphins Giants. Giants are a three and a half point home favorite over under a 48. And uh Daniel Jones did practice today. That's really unfortunate. Uh, um, <laughs> Why rush him back? Does yeah, it, 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 I probably because the Giants are well, they have what one or two wins and they still have a shot probably at the division because that division is so ass. <laughs> no, I think they were officially eliminated last yeah, week. I know, but um, I'll go yeah, Giants. I'll go Giants too. Eh, I, I can't go Giants. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> if Devontae I, Parker was playing, I would say Dolphins. But, but he, see, he's Parker's not. Parker has a chance to play though. Is he still questionable? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, but I, I don't know. I'd, I'd still lean the Giants at home. Uh, Broncos, Chiefs. Chiefs are an 11.5-point favorite over under of 47. Give me the Broncos to cover, but Chiefs win. Yeah, yeah Broncos I'll, I'll cover. Broncos put up a ton of points last week. All right, let's move on here to the 4 o'clock. Is there are five 4 o'clock games this week? Wow. Yeah. I know one of these games got flexed. The, the Bill Steelers was supposed to be – was it Sunday? I don't know. It was either supposed to be some the, the four o'clock or the one o'clock, but I did get flexed to Sunday night. Yeah. Um. So let's do this. I mean, I don't. 
I, I don't know about you guys, but if, if one of you guys wants to talk about Jaguars, Raiders, be my guest. I'm not going to talk about it. Play running backs. Yeah, well, keep an, eye, <laughs> keep an eye on Josh Jacobs. He's listed as probable now. I'm, I'm playing him. Um, I don't really have a pivot option, so I, I'm, I'm either playing him or I'm screwed. So, um, <laughs> that's, what happens, that's what happens when you spend all your fab. If you need yeah. to, you can maybe start D.D. Westbrook, but oh, God. Yeah, even Chark, I'm not too excited. I mean, I'm excited, but like I think they're just going to try and run. And I don't think Chark plays this week. True. That's true. I, That's also true, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I would just ride with Fournette. I don't think I'm happy with Minshew this week really either because they don't necessarily need to throw a ton to win the game. See, I think Minshew's productive because he's throwing to Fournette. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think that that's how he gets his production for the most part. DD might score a touchdown. I, yeah. I don't know. Oh, no. Guys, that was way more Jaguars Raiders conversation. Yeah, you're right. Right. Okay, yeah. well then move on. <laughs> uh, let's take a look. Uh, the Browns on the road in Arizona against the Cardinals. Cardinals are a two and a half point underdog. Uh, obviously, you get the Baker versus Kyler, the Oklahoma Heisman winners matching up. Uh, there's a note in here of who put up some more points. I, you, it's got to be the Browns because of just how terrible that Cardinals defense is. Yeah. How, how do you guys feel about Kyler this week? I had him in my top 10, but after I, I, I said it, I was uh, less I don't like it. Less inclined. He's so just, I, I feel like he has to have a get right at some point, and the Browns look like the perfect matchup to do it because their defense has declined significantly since Miles Garrett went ape shit on Mason Rudolph's head. Um, not having your best player hurts your defense. Right, right. But <laughs> I, like, news. Even the corners have played bad. James Washington tore them up. I think Christian Kirk has the opportunity to be productive well, this week, and, and if that's the case, then Kyler is, right? I mean, yeah. if you look at the last – seven weeks for the Browns though. The only quarterbacks to have top 12 performances were Josh Allen. And that was on the fact of two rushing touchdowns and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, which was also garbage time rushing touchdowns. So, yeah. I mean, yes, it's possible that Murray can find the end zone that way, but I don't know. I, 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 I know that you're probably right that he is probably due for a get right game, but yeah, the Brown the Browns defense isn't playing terribly, and I just I just don't see it. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm gonna stick with him. For, I mean, I have to play him in my one playoff matchup because it's either I play him, I have him, Winston, Darnold, so I have to roll with injured Winston and Kyler Murray. I'm confidently starting Landry and Beckham this week. Yeah, this defense. I mean, maybe even Njoku for a kind of a shot play. If you don't, maybe if you have Andrews and he's out, maybe it's your pivot. But Arizona defense, yeah. But we all know Njoku can't catch a dang ball. So, and if he does, he just lets the defender take it. Yeah. Oh man. Um, the only pass catcher I'm trusting is Christian Kirk for the Cardinals. I I just I don't see a scenario where you can trust Fitzgerald at this point. Not in the playoffs. Um. Uh, yeah. And then for the love of God, stay away from that. Running that running back tandem, yeah. Not well, they have three running backs going into this week now, so no one knows what the well, hell's going on. Yeah, stay away from it. But I think as a group, they're going to be productive. Look at what Mixon just did to that defense last week. Yeah, but Mixon is much better than any of those three guys. Hmm, I, I'm, I, not, I'm not gonna disagree, but I'm not going to agree. <laughs> I, I want to take especially that this, like, especially this year. I'm gonna say that. Uh, and the scheme that the Bengals run is not as lucrative as the one that the Cardinals run in terms of how they run the ball. So it, I don't know, man. I think the three of those guys can put up a mix and like performance. Well, okay, but yeah, but I mean, you're it's, you're not starting any of them because you no, don't know no. who it's going to be. No, yeah. you. Um, and then you, I, you can start Hub, Chubb, and Hunt in that one. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I think the Browns are gonna. The Browns will cover. Yeah, Browns cover. Yep. <laughs> so do you guys think the Jaguars cover or do you think the Raiders cover five and a half? Yes. If Jacobs plays, yes. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, I will too. Um Vikings I, Chargers. Go ahead, Randy. I was gonna say 
I do think that Washington will be a lower end RB two if Jacobs is out, just because the Jaguars have been run all over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. What What are you mad about that I got him dynasty? Yes, <laughs> spent all your fab. That's why I've left seven dollars on my focus <laughs> till this week. All right. Focus. All right. The Vikings on the road in LA against the Chargers. Chargers are a two and a half point home underdog. Over under forty five and a half. Ha- oh, half. Jesus. Uh, Kirk Cousins. This is probably the this is the first bad matchup he's had in a decent amount of weeks. Um, I, I, I'm I'm looking for a different option. Like I and I have a league where I have him and Garoppolo, and I'm starting Jimmy G. That's uh, close. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. The Chargers haven't. The Chargers have not been bad against uh, fancy quarterbacks. They're uh, they're averaging. Let's see here. They're averaging four, only 14.3 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. I don't like that. Um, I know Thielen is looking like he's going to be back, but I think uh, – and Diggs is going to be probably the one to draw Casey Hayward because Thielen plays in the slot. It, it's just tough for me to trust that. I mean, start Dalvin Cook. That's that's really all I can yeah. say about that. And then on, on the Chargers' side, Christian's a big Mike Williams guy this week. I saw Christian has him ranked in the top 24. Um you're starting Keenan Allen, but and then you're starting both running backs. Yeah, yeah. I, and and Mike Williams, I'm still hesitant on just because I know he he's very boomer bust, and it feels like a boom. The Vikings' past defense sucks, but it's Mike Williams and it's Philip Rivers. So I I also think Diggs is to start this week, even though he does have a bad matchup necessarily. His route running can get him open. It's just if Kirk can get him the ball. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I don't really have a lot more to say. I mean, you're no. starting to Viking, start the I think Vikings cover. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. And then the Rams on the Rams and the Cowboys. Uh, we're going to get Brandon on. He's going to talk about that game. Um, the only thing I'm going to say is I lean Robert Woods over Cooper Cup in this one. Yeah, just snap percentages last week, and the Cowboys' rush defense is where they're weaker. So, and targets. I yeah. think it's closer than people think. I, I, I don't think Cup's going to be off the field as much, but I agree with Woods over Cup. <laughs> and then yeah. we're, we're going to talk about the Falcons 49ers game a lot in our starts and sits, so we'll skip over that one. And Sunday Night Football, the Bills and the Steelers. Brandon's going to come on and talk about that game as well. I, <laughs> I don't want to start anybody. Uh, Maybe I mean, James Conner. So Connor back, I think he's a start just because the Bills rush defense. I'm uh, not sure I would start. Nice Snell, of you though. to practice again, Juju. After I yeah. was already knocked out in Dynasty. Thanks, man. Uh, and then, are you starting Singletary? I think just touch load. I mean, I didn't think he'd have a a really good game last week. And it depends on your options in that one. I think. Yeah, and I, I would start Josh Allen just because he could rush the ball in. I yeah. Don't, I don't know that you'll have a better option. I think if you have Tannehill sitting there, which we keep talking about that, I don't know why Tannehill would still be on the waivers. I know he is in a lot of places, but one QB leagues. Yeah, but I would start Tannehill over Josh Allen. But I still think you you rolled Josh Allen out this week. What about what about Josh Allen versus uh, Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. That's Barely. a good gauge. I mean, those guys are both on the fringe QB one this week. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. I have Allen like back end QB two, but still. Yeah, one rushing right. touchdown puts them at twelve. <laughs> right. And then Monday Night Football, the Indianapolis Colts on the road in New Orleans against the Saints. Saints are an eight point favorite, forty five and a half point over under. This is an interesting game. I I don't know what to think of it either. Christian put in the notes. He's not sure what to think. I I would agree. I don't like Brissett, even with what happened last week with San Francisco. Um, I, I think you got to start Breeze at home. Uh, Jerry Cook, I mean, he showed that he can score touchdowns. I'm starting him. You're never sitting Michael Thomas. You're never sitting Kamara, even though he's been a little bit underwhelming. Really quick, is Jerry Cook playing? I, I don't know. I haven't seen any kind of practice report. I, okay. thought, I thought I saw he was out of the protocol, but I can't guarantee that. Yeah, I just thought, I think I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Uh start. I mean, I think you. Randy's. Are you? Are you, are you playing? Yeah, yeah. Are you playing Mac though? Please tell me. 
No. I, would I you don't... play Ronald Jones or Marlon Mack? Holy hell. Yep. Probably Jones. Okay. That's I, where I'm I, and I don't no, and I don't like I, that either. See, I think it may be Mack just for touchdown upside. Yes, but he got a touchdown last week and only had freaking thirty some yards. And I'm afraid that happened. Mac isn't always Mac isn't always on the field in those goal line situations. Yeah, that's close, man. It is close. It's gross, and I don't. I wouldn't want to start either of them. But if I had to lean one, it's Ronald Jones, and I feel dirty all over saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do we think? Saints cover? Mm, no, I think Colts cover. Well, Saints I, win. Saints win, yeah. Just because yeah. Colts usually keep it close with their – see, that's that's why it kind of might lean towards Mac, just because their line's so good. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think I think the uh, – I, I could see this being a, a late game field goal type situation. Mm-hmm. I th- But I think the Saints win. All right, that'll do it for our quick preview leading into week 15. Uh, let's get Brandon here, and we will go over his picks of the week. Welcome back to the cut. I have Brandon here with me. Uh, he is calling into the show. This is the best we can do at the time being. Brandon, how's it going, man? That's a hell of an introduction, Sean. <laughs> hey, you bet. That's hey, nothing but mediocre introductions. Nothing but mediocre fantasy advice. That's what we're all about here on the cut. Is the best mediocre stuff you can find. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, I made some picks last week. I'm just gonna go over those. So two and two, pretty mediocre. Like I said, going going along with the chain. That is the uh, theme. <laughs> got the Chiefs. I was happy about that one. I was a little nervous there. Pats were going to come back again in typical Pats fashion, but Chiefs were able to were able to hold on. And um, I picked the Forty ers That worked out. Um, not so much the Bills and the Cowboys, who I will never pick again in my life. Yeah, that's your over two the last two weeks with the Cowboys, right? Yeah, and I got him. I got him included in my picks. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's tough, and I mean, I don't think anybody expected their offense to be as bad as it is. But I, I mean, I I want to blame you. I I mean, Christian and Randy both took. Like, I don't remember off the top of my head who I took, but Christian and Randy definitely thought the Cowboys would take care of business on the road in Chicago, but they forgot how good Mitch Trubisky is as a quarterback. Yeah, he really, uh, he really snuck up on him there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so we didn't talk about the four games that you're going to be talking about. So why don't you go ahead and start with the first one? Yeah, so the first one I went with. Uh, I'm looking at the Bears at the Packers. Um, Packers are four and a half point favorites uh, Sunday at one o'clock in the frozen tundra that is Lambeau Field. Um, we all remember the opening day game, um, ten to three. Just a just an awesome performance on Thursday, Thursday night football. Nothing better. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm looking for it to be low scoring. Um, obviously, the Bears are seven and six. Finally, crawled above the 500 line, but we all know they stink, and they're going to stink in this game. But the Packers are going to win a close game. I think um, I'm looking for like a 23 to 16 game. Kind of a close game, defensive battle, but I think the Packers have too much offense in this game. So you lean, you're leaning towards the under then? Yeah, I think the under. The, like I said, the, I checked the point total this morning and it was forty and a half. So I think we could see another game, not ten to three, but something similar to that. Yeah, that's fair. I like Devonte Adams um, to start him. Obviously, I mean he's the number one receiver. He's He's been injured, but I think he's due for a breakout game, and I'm just I'm really not sold on the Bears secondary at all. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I I don't think Fuller's any matchup for a guy like Adams. Yeah, I I would agree, and then just to piggyback off that, I, in my article I talked about uh, David Montgomery. I'm gonna sit him down this week. He's been probably the biggest one of the biggest disappointments in fantasy this year. So, yeah. I'm 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 kind of leaning the other way. I'll, I'll I kind of get into it with my start, but I can definitely see where you're coming from. Uh, all right, moving on here. It looks like the next game you want to talk about is Houston on the road at Tennessee. Yeah, this game puzzled me. It probably took me the longest to pick this game. Obviously, Tennessee is just on fire with Tannehill. Who would have thought? Um, Houston. 
I honestly don't know if they don't know anything. I mean, they, they struggle sometimes, and then they look like the best team in the NFL. So I, I had a tough time picking this game, but I think I believe in Deshaun Watson, and I think he's going to step up and, and save Bill O'Brien's job for at least another week. Yeah, I mean – and there's, I mean, there's still, it looks, they're still on track. This game is going to determine the AFC South. I, I mean, these two, they play each other two out of the next three games, and I, I believe that's going to determine the division. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Uh, this is obviously a big game on the road. Um, you know, common knowledge would say Tennessee would pull this out being three point favorites at home, but I just have a feeling that Watson's going to play at an MVP caliber level and kind of, guide his team to a win so yeah um so are you so you're going are you saying that the uh the tax so you're taking the texans to win yeah then? i'm taking i'm taking the texans by seven on the road i'm definitely taking the over in this game okay yeah i do think it's going to be high scoring um rams cowboys four o'clock game uh at jerry's world cowboys are a three and a half point favorite and uh, I think you kind of voiced your opinion on the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I'm not picking them again, at least the rest of the season. Not while Jason Garrett's on the sidelines. Uh, I think that dude stinks, man. Right he stinks. He does stink. And he's been extremely mediocre. Maybe we should have him on the podcast. <laughs> uh, that's another. That's another thing for another day. But yeah. Anyway. So are you? So you're, are you going the Rams then, straight up? Yeah, I'm picking the Rams by at least ten points. Yeah, um, I in my article list, I had him thirty-one to twenty. Uh, I think Cooper Cup's going to go off. He's been quiet for a couple of weeks here, but I think he's he's due to break out. Yeah, I mean, I'm I we talked about it a little bit earlier, uh, right before we brought you on. Um, I'm I'm kind of leaning the Robert Woods route just based on the target volume the last four weeks. But but I I could definitely see a scenario where one of those two guys has a big game. And it's it's tough to trust the Cowboys in any capacity right now. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that statement yeah. as well. And then the last game on the docket here is uh, Sunday Night Football: the Josh Allen-led Bills against the Duck Hodges-led Steelers. Boy, I didn't think I'd say that sentence in Week 15. I I'm so tired of hearing about Duck Hodges. Thanks. <laughs> carrying them. I mean, the dude. Is a solid third-string quarterback. That's all he's going to be. I'm yeah. tired of seeing Pittsburgh fans wearing their stupid duck costumes. Very <laughs> enough to have a yellow towel around. Now they're in duck costumes. <laughs> I, I, I can't say I can't say I disagree. Um, the, I, it, it's it's tough, but I, I I mean, duck like you said, Duck Hodges isn't anything special. He's doing just what he needs to to get them to win but that's in games against cleveland at home and against one of the worst teams in the league in arizona so and and they play they got to play a rams team on sunday night that was still looking to find themselves in every sense of the word yeah and i'll i'll give mike tomlin a lot of credit obviously i i just the steelers there a little bit but mike tomlin is a phenomenal coach and He's taking his place back amongst the probably top ten coaches in the NFL. With oh, there's yeah, there's no question. Yeah, but uh, so game wise, what are you looking here? Steelers are favored by one and a half. I think the Bills are going to win on a field goal at the end of the game. I think Josh Allen's going to get it done with his legs. He's going to do just enough to win in a game manager type of game between both quarterbacks and two very good defenses. You have to hammer the under here of thirty-seven, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I would yeah. hammer the under. I wouldn't even think about betting the over unless I was high. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the first here, um, I think. Uh, who knows anymore with this podcast? We've already lasted longer than I thought we would. Um, but no, I mean, I, I would probably say I would lean. I would go Packers. That Titans game to me is close, but I can definitely see where you would take the Texans even on the road. Uh, I, I like the Rams to go into Dallas and win, and then I, I mean, they, it's I feel like it's just a complete toss up between the Bills and Steelers, so I could see it either way. But I, I could see the Bills winning that one too because the Bills' defense is just as good as the Pittsburgh defense. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, some tough games this week, so I'm hoping to have a better record than two and two. But you know, we'll, at the end of the day, we'll see what happens. Yeah, hey, and two and two—that's all we're looking for here on this podcast, man. <laughs> all we need. Um, so thanks for thanks for joining us, bud. Um, uh, list, our listeners will keep an eye out for the the article that you posted, and uh, I'm sure we'll have you back on here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks. For all right, me. man. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, Brandon. See you, Brandon. Yes, sweet. All right, guys, welcome back to The Cut. Uh, You're probably recognizing that this is a different voice from the voice that just left you. Um, Sean had to go. I believe he has a basketball game tonight. He's actually playing with our our guest, Brandon Sweet, on a team this year. So uh, he won't be able to join us for the start and sit segment. So he does have some notes in here. We're going to read off his starts and sits um, and kind of give some comments about that. So for the starts, we start with quarterback. I'll read Sean's first, I'll go into mine, and then Randy will will go into his. So Sean's quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. Coming off of the best fantasy performance of his career, Jimmy G gets to play a Falcons defense that's giving up an average of 22.2 fantasy points per game to opposing opposing quarterbacks this year. Ew, I said opposing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's good for 30th in the league. He should have a healthy Emmanuel Sanders and Debo Samuel. And let's not forget the beast that is George Kittle. He's at home. He has all of his weapons and he's, Oh, so handsome. I am so pissed. I just read that out loud. Uh, (laughs) Give me Jimmy G in this one is what Sean says. Randy, what do you think? Yeah. We talked about earlier. He's kind of a low end QB one this week, but I mean, it's not a bad start, especially in two QB league where he wasn't your first pick. He's, he should come in clutch for you this week. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Um, here is another guy that we talked about a little bit earlier. My start of the week is Baker Mayfield. I called him Baker Baker, the stud cornerback maker last week when I thought he threw his third pick. He won't be living up to that nickname this this week. Um, he gets the Cardinals. They're giving up an average of over 27 fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. You need to stream Baker this week. I personally have I, – I picked up Baker in a league that I had Carson Wentz. I like Baker over Wentz this week. I like Baker over a lot of guys. He's a quarterback one for, I think, all of us. I Yeah, um, I, be- I believe I had him right around Jimmy G, so it's, it's yeah. a low end, but still. Yeah. Stream, stream. Yeah. I, I think they come out attacking this game. There's been so much talk this last week. I think he's going to be throwing to Odell and his broken hip, and let's hope uh, let's hope everyone can hold on to the ball this week, and there's not there's no more tipped interceptions or just the ball taken away. But I mean, everyone's as healthy as they've been, I guess, this year. So yeah. my my literal only worry with Baker was the same thing as the Dolphins game is if they run the ball forty times, which Baker still was a a top performer that week. So. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to roll into mine, and I did make the show, Doc, so I did steal Ryan Tannehill quickly. Uh, <laughs> he's going to – I think we all had him almost top five for all four of us. Yes. Yeah, he, he, he – He's up there for every single one of us. He's an easy start this week. He's been in such a tear of late. He didn't even have any rushing last week, really, of note, and he still was a top guy. I think he gets it done this week. I think – that Sweet may be right, and maybe Watson does have an MVP performance, but that only is going to make Tannehill have to be better. I understand mm-hmm. that they will be able to run the ball, but the running game is why Tannehill has been so successful in this stretch. Their play-action game with A.J. Brown over the top is deadly. Yes. Yeah, I, I love this pick this week. Uh, you're lucky you made the show, Doc, because <laughs> I would have taken Tannehill, of course. Uh, so we'll move on to running back. I'll read Sean's again. We'll just go in the same order for yep. all of them. How's that sound, Randy? Uh, it sounds good. I mean, it's like it's typed like that or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Sean wanted us to let you know that he pivoted to this guy from DeAndre Washington because of the news that Josh Jacobs is probable. Um, we probably both would have agreed that Washington would have been a low-end RB1 or RB2, I mean, not RB1, maybe RB1, uh, probably not. Um, and he still might be. There's there's still the chance that Jacobs doesn't play. So this pick would be DeAndre Washington if Jacobs was for sure out. But 
Instead, it's David Montgomery. Sean doesn't feel good about that. Um, he's going to roll the dice with him this week in a great matchup. The Packers are 28th against fantasy running backs this season. They're giving up an average of almost 25 points per game. Sean thinks that they're going to try to control the clock in this one and not let Rodgers see the field as much as they can. He Montgomery's had over 75 rushing yards in back-to-back weeks, and he thinks that will continue in this one behind the best quarterback of our lifetime, Mitchell, don't call me Mitch, Trubisky. Like, Quote-unquote, I believe me, those words would never come out of my mouth. They just uh, did. <laughs> yeah, but of course. It's Sean that forced him out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I, I don't like this. I <laughs> I personally <laughs> I, I agree with Sweet actually that I would sit Montgomery this week. Yeah, but I can see. I mean, you're not trusting him for more than a flex play, no matter what. And he's not an awful flex play this week because of the matchup. So I mean, I understand. And the and the Bears' offense has been better of late. So uh, it has. I, I don't think he's a sit necessarily, like Sweet kind of said. But I don't know if he has a boom game. Yeah, I I tend to think that Cohen is the more productive running back this week. Um, he actually almost made my my start list, but instead I'm going to go with Raheem Mostert. I wanted to do it last week. I had it typed up, and then I let these guys convince me that I was dumb. Um, so really, I'm I'm just picking Raheem Mostert out of spite. I actually like I have him listed as an RB two. I think the lowest you're going to get out of him is a flex with how much he's getting the ball. Uh, and, and the type of work that he's getting. Um, it, it's a pretty good matchup for him. Um, and I think that you can flex Mr. Must Start this week. I, and that one was me. I, I typed that up. It's so hard <laughs> to disagree with you. And I know in one of our leagues, I picked him up in a league that I'm not in the playoffs just because I like to actually finish out the seasons and make the best roster I can. And yeah, Christian hates that. But <laughs> in the Dynasty League playoffs, I maybe start him this week. I have now five or six running backs that I can play, which is crazy going into this trade deadline that I can actually say that at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to play him, but it's going to be hard not to because it's been like three straight weeks that he's been on my bench scoring 20 points. And I've just stared at it. Not I still won, but I've just stared at it like I should have done it. I should have done it. <laughs> and I know I'm gonna put him in the lineup, and he's gonna be a dud this week, and it's gonna kill me. But I'm probably, probably. going to, and I hope he still does well. Yes. All right. As do I. Well, mine's gonna be Austin Eckler. I kind of wrote him off, honestly, the last few weeks. I wasn't sure his production value was gonna stay this high. I mean, his touches are just lethal. I mean, yeah. he's been a roller coaster since Gordon's been back, really. And the Vikings aren't really blowing people out, so you're not going to see them down 21 points and them throwing the ball a ton. But he's still been in the game, even if it's close. They're The Vikings actually are better, way better rush defense than pass defense, so maybe that leans more towards Eichler's game. Uh, obviously, we've expressed... Obvious interest in playing Allen, but we have interest in Williams this week. Hunter Henry's an obvious start. I don't see why Eckler can't get his touches as well. I think he's a guaranteed 10 or 12 touches, and if he gets that, he's an RB2. Yeah. And at this point, with, at this point, he's probably in your flex spot, so I'm happy with that in the playoffs. Yeah, and he has RB1 potential, Yeah, even on those 12 touches. I think that's what he got last week when he was the RB yeah. top, top three running back. So. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I always agree. Big fan of Austin Eckler. I am excited for him next year when Melvin Gordon isn't there because I'm excited to see what they do with him. Yep. Him and Justin Jackson, the power couple. Yep. Um, we'll move on to wide receivers. This is what Sean would call low-hanging fruit. I don't think he has it typed up here, but he went with Kenny Galladay. Uh, <laughs> I, I will read this. Uh, this one seems pretty easy to me. I'm hammering the yeah, matchup no shit. here. Again. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> against a Buccaneers secondary that has not allowed lower than an 11th place finish to opposing wide receivers in the past six weeks and have allowed a top 10 performance eight times this season. 
Yes, he's going to be the focus of the entire Tampa Bay defense without Marvin Jones, but let's be honest here, that doesn't matter. Fire up Kenny G and let him play that smooth jazz all the way to the top in week 15. All right. I don't have much to say about this because Kenny Galladay is a top 15 wide receiver on the year. I'm almost positive. Yeah. Uh, you're not sitting him for any reason. No. I get I get why you might be scared of that Buccaneers defense because they're really good. Uh, but wait, there's, there's more. Uh, Kenny Galladay is actually a top 10 wide receiver. So – uh, if you sit a top 10 wide receiver, you're not in the playoffs right now. Um, so I don't, ha- do you have anything to add on, on Kenny Galladay? No, I mean, it's even better because Jones is out. So now it's going to be force fed between him and Amendola. There's literally no one else because the running backs don't really catch the ball that well. And Scarborough mm-hmm. is not going to be able to really run the ball this game. So, well, if he even plays, he's he's questionable too. These last few the weeks one thing I, have been deadly. I, I, yeah. This is like the worst playoffs ever because everyone's freaking hurt. Yeah. The one thing I do want to point out, Sean did mention that Kenny Galladay is going to be the focus of the Tampa Bay defense. It doesn't matter though. It, I, I mean, Tampa Bay is so dang bad that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I'll move on to my guy. It's Darius Slayton. Whether it's another week of Eli Jones, um, Eli Jones. Did I just say Eli Jones? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Eli Manning or Daniel Jones. Uh, I love Slayton in this matchup. He gets the Dolphins. They're 31st against receivers. Slayton has been good or great in five of his last six games, and I have no reason to believe that that streak ends here with how bad the Dolphins are. Uh, I have him as a wide receiver one this week. But he has a floor of a flex play, yeah. and I don't ag- I'm probably way out of pocket there. Yeah, I don't agree with that <laughs> at all, but I do understand. I mean, that's touchdowns. I just don't see him getting two touchdowns, which is probably what he needs to be that high. Um, I disagree there. I, well, I think – well, that's why he's my start. Um, so I think I will say be cautious because if Evan Ingram is back, that's – a lot of targets that they're yes, they get different targets, but there's only so many targets to go around. So I would be a little more hesitant. I would definitely move him down in my rankings, but I would still start him. I mean, it, the productions makes me say it's hard to disagree. I think he's been a focal point of the offense from the coaching standpoint at this point. So, I mean, I, I can't say he, like I wouldn't sit him is what I, I'll say, but I'm not sure if I would pick him out of a flex consideration. But then again, it's it's really what you have, and you picked up Slayton for nothing. So with all these injuries that have happened, maybe he's your replacement for Alshon. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I can't blame you if you play him. I mean, yeah. he may kill you, but I can't blame you if you play. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I like your guy better, though. Yeah, I'm going to go into mine, and I'm going to – hit the stack, which maybe we'll even do that for DFS this week. I don't know. Uh, but AJ Brown, he's been killing it lately. This Texan secondary is not good. And he's going to be a wide receiver too, at least this week. He's only getting like five catches a game and he is dominating. And he, I don't understand how teams are just leaving him open deep. He's not faster than everyone. So it's not that. He's not slow by any means, but he's not faster than everyone. He's not Tyreek Hill, but he is destroying everyone, and this secondary can't contain him. Uh, I think yeah. this. I think he's the exact reason why Tannehill will be a top five quarterback this week. Yep, and I I think he's a league winner. I'm starting him. Yeah, I'm starting him against Sean too. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to deliberate about our lineups this week because I have two matchups that. I don't know who to play necessarily uh, there. I need to win, especially in my home league, seeing as how it's winner take all. I need to I need to get a 3 yeah. in that league. <laughs> I'm back-to-back in that. I refuse to go down like this. If I go down <laughs> to the final, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll be talking about that all week since Sean's not on here and he probably won't even hear this. Uh, you and I can talk about my championship lineup when we're done here. Um, so we'll move on to tight end. Can we just skip Sean's because of Olsen coming back? 
most likely. Yes. So so Sean. Oh, he's okay. He does have a pivot. So Sean's if Olsen, pivot. If Olsen plays, I like Noah Fant as my start of the week. That's what he said. That's interesting because Noah Fant's questionable too. So everybody uh, in fantasy football is questionable this week. Yeah. So you really have to stay tuned to the injury report. The only guy that's I, not technically questionable is the guy with a broken shoulder. It's probable. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> right? Um, no, I, I will say I looked up the NFL injury report. Uh, I believe it's through NFL.com, but it might be someone else. I looked that up. I put it in my bookmarks tab because that's about the level of of attention you need to these injuries this week. Um, so Greg Olson did practice today. Sean's original was Ian Thomas. His pivot is Noah Fant. Uh, he doesn't have much written about Noah Fant, yeah, but Noah Fant, Noah Fant blew up. Drew Locke was looking at tight ends quite a bit. Even Jeff Hireman looked good. So I do like it. I assume that if Fant is out, then I'm not, I'm not going to put Jeff Hireman's name in here, if, actually. If Fant's out, he's not playing a tight end. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? Just, just take the zero. Yeah. Um, I mean, but my tight end start of the week. Sorry, Randy. Go I ahead. was going to say, Fant's a good play. I think Thomas is a good play if Olsen's out. I think Olsen's a good play if he's in. Okay. Yep. Um, my tight end is Austin Hooper. He returned last week, and I should have urged you guys to be cautious throwing him into your lineup. I, I did talk about, I believe, two weeks ago how people coming back off of injuries this year have really hurt fantasy lineups. Uh, look at Thielen twice, I want to say, uh, and then you can look at Hooper last week. Thielen was just yeah. the first one that came to mind. Um, but, yep. Yeah. So you look at Hooper last week, this is exactly what I expected was a lower snap percentage and not as much production. But if you're still alive in the playoffs and and playing Hooper didn't kill you last week, um, then you need to start him up this week. The matchup is not good. Don't get me wrong. Like the San Francisco 49ers are really good against tight ends, but his like I said, Hooper's snap percentage is going to go up. Jared Cook was able to burn them for two touchdowns last week, and Austin Hooper was the tight end one prior to his injury, and that was back when Matt Ryan was playing well. And Matt Ryan is kind of getting it going again, so I think that Austin Hooper, I have him as my tight end one this week. I think he's dominant. Uh, it's it, it's risky, I will say, but you've got to start him if you have him this week. Yeah. I mean, they're injured all over the place. Ridley's hurt too. I, I can see it. They have to go somewhere. I mean, maybe this, yep. maybe his production does take away from Freeman's production in the passing game because those targets are usually correlated together. But I mean, I I don't hate it. I believe I still had him as a a tight end one this week, and that's yep. and that's with very little confidence in his full like if he's fully healthy. I mean, yep. he just needs a touchdown to be tight end one. I mean, let's be honest here. All right, well, I'm going to go into mine, and I mean, I guess you can just replay the last three episodes or something like that. But uh, <laughs> Jack Doyle, I'm literally – I'm only doing it because he had a bad game last week, and I saw even you, Christian, dropped him. I did. I I did. Tony right now, I have more confidence in him than 90% of tight ends that aren't the top five guys. I, I'm i fine playing them. I mean, any of the anyone that's not in the top five, you just want a touchdown. And I think Doyle can give that to you. Yeah, I I definitely agree here. <clears throat> I did drop him just because I'm not playing him. Uh, I, I I get nervous playing tight ends that can flop that way. I, I look what? for... What? Why? <laughs> I, I, I look for more upside, but... Uh, okay, we'll move into our sits. Sean went with Devonta Freeman. Uh, he said, now, this is a much easier sit with him not practicing today. But regardless, he hates the matchup on the road at San Francisco. Even in a game where they gave up a bajillion points last week to the Saints, they allowed 116 total rushing yards and held Alvin Kamara to 25 of those. He's fading Devonta and to a much lesser extent, Brian Hill in this game. Do not start Brian Hill if Freeman doesn't play. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Don't. Gross. Oh. 
I don't have much to say no. about this. Since he did practice, uh, you probably want to sit him anyway. My sit is Joe Mixon. I know he's been dominant. I know he's looking like the Joe Mixon we know, but you can't afford a less than 10-yard game from him in the fantasy playoffs. And I think that is well within the realm of possibility this week. I have him outside of my top 24, and I don't really want to touch any of these Bengals this week. Um, And I'll just let Randy go into his guy on that note. Well, I'm attacking the Bengals as well with my sits, and I'm going Tyler Boyd. I know this is hard to hear uh, just because he's been consistent, especially with with Darnold, with Dalton back. Uh, the offenses looked electric, honestly, and it's running through Boyd. But he needs at least 10-plus targets to get even near 10 points this week. He's got Gilmore. We saw Gilmore go all over the field with Hopkins. There's no way he doesn't do that with Boyd. Hopkins is way better than Boyd, and Hopkins was limited to about 60 yards that game. Patriots are limited receivers all over the place. They're the best against wide receivers. Only one receiver since week six has gotten more than 65 yards against him. That's insane. I'm not trusting Tyler Boyd, mainly because I'm not trusting Darnold. I'm not trusting the Bengals. The Patriots are pissed. They they have not been right for a couple weeks now. They couldn't get the running game going because they need to get this passing game going so people don't box the damn line. (laughs) They're, They're scoring 30 this week. Yeah, I, I think to your point, I think they're also pissed about this uh, this scandal, whatever the hell is going on. Yeah. Um, I, I think that they're going to sell out to stop Mixon and they're just going to put Gilmore on Boyd and you just stay away from Bengals. I know that seems like common sense, but those two have had a lot of success lately against good defenses. So yeah. uh, we're just telling you, Temper your expectations, uh, especially with Boyd. With Mixon, I think if you have to, you can flex him. But you just need to bring your expectations a lot lower. Um, You can't start him as an RB2. Yeah, he's just a lower option this week. I did like him even last week against the Browns just because they haven't been a stout since Garrett's been gone. But at this point, I, I just can't trust it. Yeah, agreed. Um, so that will do it for episode 37 of the cut. Uh, Sean did record an outro before he left. Uh, so I will kick it to that. All right, boys, that'll do it for our week 15 episode of the cut. Uh, we are looking at the championship. All eyes are going to be on the championship matchup between me and Christian for the armchair football league trophy. I'm pumped. I like my chances. I'm in the semifinals in seven other leagues. It's, it's, it's fun, man. This is the time. How are you guys feeling? Oh, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm going to kick your ass. I know I was <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, but now I'm feeling better. Uh, so I, I, good luck to you. Uh, I know we'll talk before then, but yeah. uh, listeners, I just want you to know that we have good sportsmanship, even though I am going to kick your Stop. ass. <laughs> to an extent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, good luck to everyone else who's participating in, in playoff matchups this week, whether it's a semifinal or final. And good luck to those who didn't make the playoffs because uh, if you care, then you're you're trying to win this week too. So good luck, everybody. Yep. Except don't be that don't be those people that pick up free agents at the end of the year. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whoops. <laughs> but no, absolutely. I mean, this is. I said it last week. That was go time. This is go go time. You got two weeks left. Fan- the fantasy season's about to be over, so you want to put your best foot forward. You want to win those titles, and you want to thank the cut for it. So we're here for all you guys. Uh, just shoot us any kind of questions you have. Shoot us some uh, tweets or emails or phone calls. Even though we're not going to give out our numbers, um, <laughs> just give us any kind of uh, any kind of questions you have. We definitely want to help you out. Uh, we want you guys to win the titles just like I'm about to against Christian and just like we are in our other leagues. So uh, we'll, we'll help you lean into Sunday. And uh, I believe our rankings are going to be posted tonight. So take a look at those. Uh, Brandon, myself, Randy, and Christian have all put in our uh, top guys for each position. So uh, if you guys don't have anything to add, let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, yep. For Christian Williams, 
Randy Hall. I'm Sean Ward. Good luck. We'll talk to you guys next week. Go win your matchups. We got...